This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Driving back with a lot more content yet to go in the program, folks. Appreciate you being with us. It's Kelly McDonald with Ramya Muthan. And we're going to get to some audiobook chat. Lots to cover here, including a throwback to last week's conversation. Let's bring on Ryan Huey. Who knew an entire library could fit inside your pocket? I'm Ryan Huey. This is the Chatty Bookshelf, where we talk audiobook trends, news, and author interviews. Ryan, happy December, man. We're here. I know. Can you believe it already? Thanks for having me, as always. Mm-hmm. You guys are sick of me yet? No, of course not. That's why you're back weekly. No, but you, would uh, know. you were sick last week, weren't you? Was it last week? Yeah. I think so, yeah. The week before. Feeling... Yeah, and then I was, was just kind of recovering. And yeah, it was uh, it, Yeah, it, it was one of those things. But you know what? It's that time of year, and I'm glad I, fingers crossed, that it's over with at this mm. point. Okay. Well, I mean, you always have audiobooks to keep you company. You want to start with a throwback to the airport conversation we had last time? Yes. In Houston I think International? We touched something and it's caught fire because I want to take a little trip to Houston. We were in Cincinnati last week, but Houston has an even cooler idea. It's similar, but they have a vending machine that's sponsored by the Houston Public Library, and it's called BookLink. And it's on display in full force in the right in the middle of the concourse. And if you are a Houston public library, I'll just touch on the the main points. If you have a library card, you get free access, but for a small fee, you can if you're not, you can pay to to get a book to be take dropped in and take it with you, right? Oh. Uh, which they're not expecting back. But what's even cooler is that if uh, you don't have to be a member of anything, all you need to do is put a email address in and you get eBooks and audiobooks up to 25,000 and they're good for 48 hours. So it's good for your trip and all you have to do is download the app. But what I love is the promotion of accessibility. So there's a iPad in front of it and it has nice. all of the features that are put out there and it's all the accessibility features. You can triple tap to put on your voiceover or to get assistive touch in there or whatever accessibility mm-hmm. needs you need to kind of launch your email and it sends you all of the all of the the instructions and then you get to download books or excuse me ebooks or audiobooks and take them with you on your flight. And like I said, if you're uh, there's a layover or there's a, a problem and your flight gets canceled, it's good for up to 48 hours, but then you just have to go and kind of redo it and then you get you get another 48 hours. So I love this idea and it looks like it's catching fire everywhere. Good goodness. You'd go hang out there just at the airport just I for the sake of I swear, every 48 wow. hours, just go back to Houston. That guy's here reading. We All we need is a testimonial of somebody saying, yes, this is as good as it sounds because it sounds really amazing. Uh-huh. In theory, Especially the accessibility. Yes, and- yeah. Yeah. You just. Yeah, you know what? I guess we just need someone to test it out, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll see if it actually yeah. works. But uh, I feel like if they're mentioning that, they've kind of I don't want to say thought of everything, but they are they're putting that in the forefront, and I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I we talked love- about it. As a a recap, like when we talked about it last time, we were just talking about the lounge, right? That library area where you can hang out, read your books, and uh, potentially borrow something. And we were just going off about our own ideas of how to make this bigger and better. And then voila, within weeks, we're seeing how it is Mm -hmm. getting bigger and better. Well, and I love the impetus of the accessibility, Ryan, because somebody obviously, this is important too, and and one of the brains behind it, 
bringing this forward. And I just get so curious as we talk always about accessibility departments for, you know, the Googles, the Apples and so on. But then you get something just like this and somebody's thinking. So you wonder, is it an employee here? Is it just mm. something somebody saw somewhere? I still get a little fascinated on that angle. And you know what? At this point, I don't even care if it's a happy coincidence no. that it's accessible. Yeah. And you know what? They're just like, oh, well, maybe we should promote this, right? But I, I think that they did put some forethought into this and and, and really went with it. But uh, like I said, if not, and it was just a, a happy coincidence, kudos, because you know sometimes it's the happy coincidences that, that go the best and, and go the longest. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what's your second item you want to get into? This is cool. So it's called the Apple Year in Review. So for all you Apple people out there, it is all of the ebooks and audiobooks. And it's sort of similar to Spotify and Audible, where it says, hey, this is how th this is the your top listen to song, but this is your top listen to book, or this is your top read book. However, what's cool about it is that it's not just geared towards you it also gives you genres and it's like here's the top audiobook in the horror genre and here's the top ebook and it gives you the option to uh to, to kind of say like hey here's the here's the ebook now i want to try the audiobook which is kind of cool i i like the idea but i don't think apple's there yet because the cool thing that Audible does is says, hey, Ryan, you read 8 million pages. Uh, even though I don't re like, read the uh -huh. pages, it, it gives you that by how many books you've listened to. Or, hey, how many, how, many, how many hours has Ryan listened to? And I think that's kind of where it's missing. But I think that they're, they haven't put anything out before. So I think that they're starting. And I, I think that it's, uh, you know, only can go up from here. So it is comparable to Audible, but because we're not just talking about books and audiobooks, it's music and right. pods and everything. Like yes. Apple's always been more of an ecosystem system, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> like, Good point. That's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Audible, this is their main jam. Mm -hmm. And Spotify, yes. same thing. Like everyone's expanding a little more out of their own, like their original classic ways, but Apple is already just like a hub situation. Same thing with the TV side. You know, it's a hub for uh, all the different streaming services and rentals and buying and whatever. Um, what's the last, like, okay, before we get to the last thing, do you find that with the the Apple one, Ryan, is it easy? Is it comprehensive? Or do you go to Audible for just the way it's laid out with the year-end review? So I looked into it and I only bought one book on on <laughs> Apple this year. So it was kind of a too much, pretty eh, simple. Right? And it was just, but then I got into it a little bit and it was like, hey, well, here's the top of this and here's how many people downloaded Stephen King and the horror, you know, this is the number one and it's an audiobook. But what I really liked is that they include the ebook and say, well, here's the top ebook, but here's the link to the audiobook. So I, I really do like what they got going on. And like you said, it's a whole ecosystem. So I'm really excited that uh, because I do use Apple Music. So I'm uh -huh. really excited to get into that. Mm -hmm. But I yeah. think that you're right. I think that uh, it, it's just a few steps behind, but I think they're going to figure it out and kind of eclipse everybody if i can say that because that's you think kind of so? what's been See, I well, maybe it's not important enough to apple because audible shop. so huge 
Yeah. Yeah. But maybe yep, they'll yep, incorporate yep, Audible, point. right? Like Apple's really good at doing that, where they see what you're we'll already doing. Yeah, like let's say you have exactly. Spotify, you have Audible, you have a Kindle and all these other things. Um, maybe Apple will start to encompass all that and start dragging in and continue that hub situation, but um, be able to almost like screen time where it tells you, hey, you've used this much on this app, this much on yes. the other app. It'll be like, yes. this is how much you've read based on all these apps and these um, scenarios. Mm -hmm. I can see that happening. It's an interesting viewpoint of how we consume or view books, like will we, would we have several resources to get books versus several streaming systems we would have in, mm. in a moment. But because stuff is so, if Disney stuff is on Disney. If you want Disney stuff, you gotta go to Disney, you gotta go to Apple to watch their shows, or, or Netflix to watch the stuff that they have, and they may have certain shows that you, yeah. you want. But books are different, aren't they? Because Audible is known as the king that has what some would perceive as everything. It's not possible them everything, but the perception is there. Yeah, because they were so big to begin with and the first to start, yeah, I guess. And yeah, and Apple I Books, we've all laughed and said, I they're think, expensive. Exactly, but you know what? I, I really think, and this is my top of my wish list and it's probably top of others too, but I, I wish everybody could just play nice. Like, let's include it all, and you know what I mean? And I don't think it's ever, but like, you know, let's say Rami uses Apple and I use Audible and Kelly uses something else. We don't get Great. that cross-platform sort of thing. Where's the hub for that? And it, I would Apple's going to bring see, it. Yeah. And I would love to see that, but I don't know that we're, I don't know how close we are, but I, 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 something I, I'd love I think know, we're man. close. I mean, even if yeah, you're, yeah, you're going to end up staying with your streaming service, right? Like I right. love my Netflix and my Disney plus, and that's it. I'm not paying for anything else. Maybe you love your YouTube premium and some other thing, uh, prime, right. but yep. on Apple TV, you go into the app. Again, I use this as a comparison just to bring it back, but you right. go into Apple TV and you can see that it is a hub, right? And it's not discriminating against what uh, ecosystem or what platforms you already use, but it's bringing it all together. And I think what I really enjoy about Apple is, oh my God, I'm fangirling so hard. But I really enjoy is that it's not behind a paywall. Yes, it is if you already don't pay for these subscriptions and then you got to get into the app. Right. But right. the actual sensitivity like giving us what we want in terms of a hub that's not behind a paywall right like that's already part of your apple experience it's the same thing with screen time it's the same thing with all these other things they just oh, say i see what you mean you know it's what i mean there, it's you there and you decide to use it then yeah. you pay yeah exactly right? if you're buying something it's not precluded to you and you got to sign up to the club mm -hmm. so that's what i enjoy like it's an app but it's part of the ecosystem where apple's saying what do you want to know and then if we think of it if we can put it together we'll bring it to you and that's what that hub uh, like the tv hub mm -hmm. is and i'm assuming it'll be that way for the other stuff and that's Soon. the way they've been since the beginning it's almost old way of thinking right with the original concept of what we got they've kept true to that yeah okay now last thing what's the final story wanted to get a little bit into the holiday season and i got a perfect christmas story for us so how about a 12 meter high christmas tree made of books <laughs> that's right oh, how is, it cool like, is, that? is it like book uh, jenga <laughs> That beats the three-meter one underwater. It kind of does. Uh -huh. That's nice. <laughs> so here, before I tell you guys where it is, I'm going to get into it a little bit. This was donated by Penguin Random House. And what's even cooler is that there's a staircase that goes through it, through the middle of it, and it, it is 270 bookshelves high, and it has mm. 3,800 books. But here's the cool part. They're all one of a kind. They're all 
not as cool as like a first edition, but they're one of a kind in the, they have Penguin Random House has hand selected artists that have hand painted covers to these books. So there's C.S. Lewis, Lion, Witch in the Wardrobe, hand painted cover. There is Charles Dickens, A Christmas Carol. So they have themes throughout the Christmas tree, but how cool is it that they're all hand painted? And I got to mm. think that they're gorgeous, right? Yeah. So, yeah. and it's in a really cool location. So it's in, it. I'm going to get this wrong, but it's St. Pancras International Train Station in London, England, where over 3 million people go just in the month of December. So that's going to be high volume, right? And so people are getting to see it. It's it's right there and it's right in the middle and it's interesting. So I'm dying to go and see it or dying to have someone tell me about it if they get wow. to go is see it. Just, it. Is it just loaned to them for now? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Like it's not, yeah. it's going to be and, moved, obviously. Yeah. And I don't know what the plan wow. is with the books afterwards. I think they've just sort of set it up in this Christmas tree fashion to get the holiday yep. season kicked off right. So but cool. I what? feel like these are very high-priced kind of books and because they're one of a kind right yeah you're not gonna that's get what it is the novelty. I, wonder, I wonder if yeah. there's gonna be a big auction of these before they do it again in another year like i, I bet so. these will be auctioned up for charities and so on mm -hmm. can we touch like do we know anything about what what the visit would be like as I off. don't know if you can touch it, but I would say uh, maybe. But I feel like the there would be heavy security, right? Yeah, I'd feel like there'd yeah. be heavy security. So like Ryan's not walking off with a one of a kind book, right, right. Kind of thing or whatever, or someone's not touching it at the bottom and it just collapses. But <laughs> That's why I, I said like Jango originally. Right? I was like, can yeah. you just like yeah. pull apart this thing? Okay, but I, but yeah. I admit it, it's all shelves and they're just walking through. It's a what an amazing shape of the place. Yeah. I think, and I bet you that is what they'll do. They'll auction up a. 3,000 of these special books, these one-of-a-kind. And what a way, I thought at first you were going to say one-of-a-kind because mistakes, you know, in them or, or one release. But it's that that tailor-made, that that artistry is just right. speaks for it. Wow, mm. nice. We got to get a proper description of this, like of all the different uh, covers and, uh, you know, the structure and everything. Ryan, thank you. Thanks, guys. Fun stories today. Ryan Huey mm -hmm. joining us on the Chatty Bookshelf. That's every Friday where we talk audiobooks with him before we get into the weekend. We have always lots of great conversations on the program throughout the week. And on Fridays, we settle back and we chat a little bit about some of them, some of the things we might have wanted to say about them on Cut for Time, which is up next right here on Kelly and Rumya. It's fun, insightful, and inclusive. Kelly and Rumya return in a minute. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.